It's the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the Mikey Bet Show? Come on, listen to the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the Mikey Bet Show? Yes, the Mikey Bet Show, where the bookies get on. Last week on the Mikey Bet Show. Um, I guess I'll go to one of my buddies. I won't drop his name, but uh, this is going back to a college story and it all comes together. He just got engaged himself this weekend. But nice. he had a former girlfriend before this, his last long-term girlfriend. Um, and she ended up cheating on him with his roommate. This is like from Iowa. You don't know these people, Elliot. Um, so whatever, his roommate and his girlfriend ended up, you know, hooking up behind his back, blah, blah, blah. He found out, did nothing about it, didn't kick the kid's ass or anything. But those two people are getting engaged and he's standing up in the wedding. I would never. Oh, ever, my ever my gosh, my heart. Unless he's planning on punching him in the face at the altar, I would never go to that. You're like the cuff groomsman. Like, I don't even understand why would you even do that, bro? That's awful. Makes no sense. He got engaged this week, so, I mean, maybe he's not mad because he's getting married himself. Welcome back to the Mikey Best Show, everybody. It is uh, myself, Mikey Best, and my favorite co-host, my only co-host, my favorite co-host, Elliot and Jeff. What's up, guys? You. Yo, yo. So, first off, I kind of want to talk about these slates, the Week 10 slate, actually. We killed it. I think I had the greatest week I've had in, or, or let's say a recovery week. Okay, let's say I had a recovery week from last week. Um, How did you guys do this week? Definitely a recovery week for you. I mean, oh, yeah, when we did our Sunday live picks on the Sports Life pod, I mean, I was down bad. Oh and four, one and three, one and three. three. This is what Elliot always does. He always takes <laughs> my fucking record, and he like, oh, oh, he was three and one. Nah, he was two and two. Oh, he was one and four. He was or one and three. He is zero and four. Always knocking me down, but fuck it, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, it was my worst week. Because I'm coming, yeah, because I'm coming for the top spot. I'm still coming for you, Mikey. Even though you beat me this last week pretty bad, um, still, fans. still trying to come for the top spot. Yeah, I. You know what? I don't want to sound like cocky, but like I lost three in a row, and I'm still in the lead by quite a bit. So, not really the one, worried. the one thing I will tell you is, uh, so our buddy Mikey that was on the week prior, he was he. he he said Mikey Breen won. I don't know that. Maybe he, he needed to finish, but I'm pretty sure Mikey Breen did not win. <laughs> so he went he won the Mikey fucking battle, whatever that is. He won because he won in the odds, so I guess he had to take okay. it. Which is fine. I'll admit my loss is like fair and square. All right, let's he's talk bad. about your uh let's talk about your Pittsburgh Steelers while he's gone, right? Let's talk about those guys. A tie, bro? Uh, a tie that's like kissing your fucking sister you know what i'm saying like that's it's just embarrassing i don't know why the nfl i mean i know why the nfl does you can't be playing forever in football ain't basketball but it's just so annoying to the lions of all teams i said i guarantee they would not lose i was right on that front (laughs) but i mean yeah you're right it's disrespectful kyle rudolph like i said I've said this on your show and our other show. He's awful. I don't want him yeah. to play. Mason he should never Mason play. Rudolph. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, I said Kyle Mason Rudolph. Yeah. yeah, you need to get no, Dwayne Haskins in there. All right, I agree. Dwayne Haskins is a stud under Mike Tomlin. I don't know why Mike Tomlin isn't letting him grow under him. I I, I thought that Ron Rivera and uh, Dwayne Haskins never were going to mix because he didn't draft him as quarterback. He didn't get that choice ever. So I'm in the same boat. I think Dwayne Haskins is just a a guy that has no chance to show his potential yet. And he could probably ball out, dude. I mean, in his preseason games, he was going off. And he he outperformed Mason Rudolph. Exactly. And I I literally, there's like no news on him. I always check and there's just nothing really, you know, he was, he dressed for the first time Sunday, but yeah. I'm 95% sure they cut him like in the preseason. Then they cut him and like he was, yeah, they cut him. Mason. No, that's what I thought. I I thought he was gone. And all of a sudden he's back number two on the depth chart out of like nowhere. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. That was the shittiest game because uh, there were people still betting it until the until overtime, and it's just like, bro, give it up, you know. Like, yeah. I feel like almost everybody knew that it was going to end in a tie with like three minutes left. It was just awful, god awful. Um, there's so many. Yeah, you know what was fun to watch was uh, there were a lot of upsets. Let's talk about those Ravens and Dolphins. Everybody, the whole public, I think it was eighty six percent. Eighty six percent was on the public. Or on the public, eighty six percent was on the Ravens. Great. So, anytime you see the public going fucking heavy, you always take the opposite, right? So I took the Dolphins up to twenty five on them. I won eighty bucks, but whatever, they'll help me out. Uh, those are one of those games that you're just not going to expect. Uh, Lamar Jackson is always rough on Thursday night football. He doesn't really have his best games on Thursday night football. Uh, and if you even if you look at his like primetime games, he has a couple that stand out and they're memorable because they're so like little. I mean, he doesn't have very many primetime games. So Yeah. And coming off last week where he had like four hundred yards of offense himself, you know, he went over hundred rushing and he had three hundred something passing, and then you come and lay a dud against the Dolphins. Right, exactly. So all right, let me ask are you uh are you a uh, Lamar Jackson guy? I have no problems. I don't hate on him ever. I'm not like a fan. I, he, I'm just in the middle, indifferent. He's good. And a lot of people hate on him, and I don't. I don't see a reason why to. He's, he's he plays good. I like him. I think that uh, he's not a good uh, standard quarterback that will throw a ball. He's only good at throwing the deep balls. He's not good at reading plays. He's not good at passing his or protecting his passers. He'll throw a ball right into the right where the middle linebacker is just going to sock him right. Uh, so until he, I mean, you can always progress out of that. So he can always learn that down the road. He's still young, but, uh, right now I just don't think that he's like, like, if you ask me top five quarterbacks, I'm not going to put him in my top five. I'm putting Lamar in my top five. Oh, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. My bad. I was downstairs. Bad internet connection. I had to come back out here. Yeah. Bro, you gotta announce yourself. You I'm putting Lamar me. in my top five, though, because that game right there, that's Miami in November because literally everybody struggles there. And when you look at the way the Dolphins played D on that game, Lamar had zero time to do anything. That was the most quarterback pressures, the most quarterback blitzes that Lamar had, that Lamar faced the entire season. 
So, I mean, that's just the that's just props to the Miami Dolphins defense. And I had to have known that was going to happen because I had Miami defense. I'm, I'm I had the Cleveland Browns defense in every fantasy league I was in. Other than one, I had Tampa Bay. I dropped them all. I picked up Miami for every league I was in last week. And I dropped them all thinking that the Ravens were going to do work. And then sure enough, they came out and just destroyed Lamar. So I knew that was going to happen. The game plan was to do exactly what Mike said. So they kept sending corners and DBs off the edge. So he mm-hmm. couldn't really throw the deep ball. He had to get it out quick, short routes. And he just, yeah. he was hitting them. I mean, he hit 26 passes or whatever out of 46. But I mean, that's just not a strength. Like Mike said, he's more of a deep ball, uh, get it off the play action RPO type thing. Uh, he can't hit a clean slant. And, you know, sending those corners right, and he throws that sidearm, he kept throwing it to the backs, out to the backfield. So those are a lot of his completions. He wasn't, he was, you know, on those short routes, which which just sucked. And yeah. if he hits that slant, if he hits that slant, bro, whoever hits that yeah. slant and catches that ball, no, no, you're fucking getting wrecked by a linebacker. I'm telling you, bro, the guy, the guy throws to hurt his players. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. those are my thoughts. I, I just... Every single time, sure, there's a couple where there's slants and he's gone. They take off. But how many people are going to have that? Lamar Jackson doesn't have the best receivers right now. But, dude, either way, Sammy Watkins, he missed that. He, he should have caught that ball. You remember the one going across the middle where he literally yeah. looked up at it and then just kind of said, like, I might hit the goalpost. I'm going to stop. That I mean, yeah, that one he's got to come down with. But at the end of the day, look at the Ravens' strength. I mean, this is like hats off to the Dolphins' defense. Lamar Jackson, 39-yard rushing. Devonta Freeman, 35 yards rushing. Devin Duverlay, I mean, he had one little flip to the outside for 19. I mean, held him under 75 yards rushing as a team. I mean, th- that's absolutely ridiculous. So, yeah, I mean, ridiculous. granted, the Dolphins came in. They had a good game plan. I mean, I just think this was playing in Miami in November. Like you look at the the Patriots in their past when they used to come out here and play in in uh, Miami, they get they get beat. It's tough to go out in Miami, out in this time of the year. I'm chalking this up as kind of similar to the uh, like the Cowboys Broncos game. I think the the Ravens are going to bounce back from this, Mikey. I can't wait to see where Lamar ends up at the end of the season because Lamar is a top five quarterback in my opinion in the NFL. Rank them, though. Rank them, then. I want to hear this one. Rank them. Let's come yep. back to it. Let's come back to it. Let's let's keep going with the the Sunday slate, and we'll come back to the quarterbacks. Yeah, you always forget them right on the spot. You forget yeah. something. I know. I, and, hey, great point, Jeff, because I have them, but, like, I don't want to forget any of them. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be interested to see where Jeff puts Russ after this weekend, but let's keep going. <laughs> All right, so the next slate I want to talk about, which is one of the best slates that are one of the best plays I've had to throw down was uh cowboys minus eight i it's a fucking elliot thank you for reminding me that dan quinn revenge game because dan quinn wanted to fucking annihilate this team this is the first time they scored only three points since 2005 it's the first time they've been shut out since 2005 dude the fucking cowboys just got dominated by the broncos there's no way they're gonna get embarrassed again oh i fucking love this game the only thing that fucked me was uh Dak Prescott, if he could have scored one more touchdown, that would have been nice, but it is what it is. 
The Falcons are that just mediocre team who you're never sure if they have no star players, you know, the rookie pits he could be, but they have no one on their team who's notable. And they just, they win a few games like, oh, maybe they're decent. And then they play a good team and just get punched in the goddamn mouth. They have no chance. (laughs) The Cowboys let them know you're not on our level. I I was actually mad. I tweeted this. I I was upset with Fox NFL. The Cowboys were scheduled to play at noon on Sunday. They go up 36 to three and then they switched the game and the rest of the day, they covered the Washington and Tampa Bay game. I was furious. I do not care how badly they're winning. The Cowboys are scheduled play the game. I wanted to watch the whole thing. So I literally didn't get to see the whole second half and dude, I'm an old man. So back in the day, the Cowboys are playing. I'm going to the bar. I'm watching every single game. Doesn't matter. Now, when the Cowboys are on at home, that's like a luxury to me. I get to sit home and watch the game in my on my couch. And sure enough, they go and they switch the game over and I'm watching Tampa Bay, Washington, which was a you know, it was a good game, but I would have okay. loved to see the, the Cowboys keep doing work. Uh have you ever been to that Cowboys bar downtown? There's a Cowboys bar, I forget what it's called. In Chicago? Yeah, it's a Cowboys only. My buddy, he's uh, one of my good friends. He's a Cowboys fan as well. Uh, Die hard. And uh, he used to go every fucking Sunday, bro. He loved it. I've never even heard of it. There's a we'll go soon. I got to find it, but we'll go. They're, yeah, Steelers ones are everywhere. They're, they're, they don't care. They're proud anywhere they go. But, yeah, the Cowboys, there's, there's a couple of them downtown. We got to go. It'll be a good time. Yeah, I've heard of the Steelers one. I know there's a Vikings one that I was at because one of our good buddies, a couple of our good buddies are Vikings fans. Um, but, yeah, I've never even heard of a Cowboys one. So, I, dude, I'm excited, and I definitely want to do that. i got to figure out what it's called. I'll, I'll shoot him a text right after uh, right after this. But how about C.D. Lamb, though? C.D. Lamb finally uh, recovered from his last game. C.D. <laughs> Lamb uh, first the or not first touchdown score, but anytime touchdown score, that was nice. Next game on the slate, uh, week 10. That fucking Saints-Titans game, what a game that was. The guy can make his field goals, that would have been nice. But uh, Saints were dogs here. Saints were supposed to lose. Titans were supposed to win by three and a half. Uh, the public was all over the Titans spread. Uh, Saints were plus three, so if you took that and nibbled on it, you won. But if you're a dummy like me and you took the money line, you lost that. It is what it is. Uh, it was a good game, good hard-fought game. Everybody underestimates the Saints. How uh, what do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about the Saints? So, Mikey, this was a game that uh, our, our other Mikey took Titans money line for some yeah. big money, saying it was the lock of the weekend, which, I mean, hard to argue with him with the end result. But also, I mean, like you said, if the Saints kicker, you know, hit those field goals or hit those extra points, they're tied. They're going to overtime. It's down to Ryan Tannehill to, you know, take him down the field to potentially get a game-winning field goal. But, I mean, they pulled it out. Titans are undefeated against playoff teams as of last year. I put them number one in my power rankings because of how they've been playing, uh, you know, as of late, especially with Derrick Henry going out. I mean. I, I was high on Ryan Tannehill coming into this season. I literally have him on, like, every fantasy team other than one I have Dak. Um, so I'm glad to just see him, you know, starting to show out, p- 
play well. Titans are a problem, man. I know they they probably should have lost this game, or at least you know went to overtime. But Titans are a problem. Did AJ Brown play in this game? Yeah, he played. AJ Brown played. Yeah, AJ did. Julio, yeah, Julio plans. I'm convinced that Julio plans his injuries. He plans vacations around his injuries. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no fucking way. Well, why? I, I just, I hate to say that you fake your injuries, but Julio Jones fakes his injuries for sure. He's got a hamstring <laughs> every single week of every single week. Bro, you're just weak. Like, I, and here I am, like, fat ass talking about how he should be playing better. But, like, what do you get paid for, right? Like, I, what if I called in sick every, every week? You know, hey, sorry, I'm not coming in. Sorry, I'm not coming in. You got my check, though. You got my check. It's just. Right. Speaking of paying somebody, I mean, what's the point of paying Taysom Hill $21 million if he doesn't play quarterback? Like, why is Trevor Simeon yeah. playing? I completely agree with that, dude. What's up with that? Makes no sense at all. Like, Damus is done. Uh, that's EIU's finest. Sean Payton. Oh, Sean Payton. I was like, oh. Taysom went to EIU too. Okay, no, we won't. We're not going to claim Taysom. We're not going to claim Taysom. <laughs> my dad, my dad graduated with uh, Peyton at EIU. Oh, Probably so... a bigger shout out for who your dad graduated with, Jimmy John. Yeah, Jimmy John's too. He says. Yeah, Jimmy well, John. Actual... Oh, I thought you meant Jimmy John's, like Jimmy John's fast food restaurant. No, yeah, yeah. that's who Jimmy John's fast oh, food. Oh, you're serious? Yeah. You know what? I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Jimmy John. All right, we're going you know to get off this topic right now, Mikey, before we get some bad blood, because that's an Eastern Illinois alumni you're talking about right there. Lived on the fourth floor at Carmen, right above me. I was on the third floor. Can't hate on Jimmy John's. It's a staple of America at this point. All I'm saying is when I ask for a BLT with Capicola, give me a BLT with Capicola. Don't tell me you guys don't do BLT with no Capicola. You know, that's all I'm saying. I mean, sounds like you're just getting disrespected. I go to Jimmy John's and I'll ask. I'll, I'll get anything. I'll get a crispy chicken sandwich, deep fried. Maybe we'll, we'll make it for yeah. you. <laughs> I got ice cream there. <laughs> Jeff got a blizzard the other day from Jimmy John's. Yeah, they got calamari, yeah. They, they ran to McDonald's and got him a Big Mac. Just in case. Respect oh, to the food game. <laughs> no, dude, Jeff, I agree with you, though. I mean... And Trevor Simeon, I'm pretty sure he was rocking a mullet on Sunday, which Sunday. I will respect if you win the game. But, mm-hmm. I mean, to your point, dude, the guy's throwing 34 passes. You're, if you keep Taysom Hill for his entire contract, he's getting paid over $100 million. Why is he only throwing two passes in the game, only carrying the ball three times? I mean, right. And I, I'm blown away line. by that whole game plan. There's one place trying to block on the goal line, and like he's a quarterback, really. I know, I know you put him at tight end. You, he's a Swiss Army knife, and he just completely whiffed. He looked like Tebow out there falling around near the end zone. Yeah, um, Taysom, or, uh, Ryan Hanno, Ryan Tannehill though, nineteen for twenty-seven, two thirteen, one touchdown, no picks, one rushing touchdown, making it happen for fantasy. Undefeated this week, other than Jeff, me, and you, that league that we're in. I'm done with that one. I got rocked. I got rocked too. <laughs> there's there's always one league that everybody like everybody does like two or three leagues, right? Uh there's always one league everybody accepts like mid mid year, like, yeah, this team's done. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 
That's definitely the one. Me and Elliot. You have to. Next game right now we're going to look at is uh, the one that fucked me the most is Colts-Jaguars. I had the Colts minus six and a half, and they ended up 23-17. What a shit show that was. Uh, What did you guys think? I don't know how the Jaguars came back. Feels like this team wants to play for... Thank you. Yeah, they, I feel it's like they want to play for him. Feels like they like him. I don't. I don't know. Those are just my thoughts. I just every single time they're down, they're a chippy team. They keep coming back, and they, they play for the coach. So uh, maybe the public was wrong. Maybe the Jaguars do like Urban Meyer. I would. This one was a weird one to me, especially playing at home. I thought that the Colts were going to blow out the Jaguars. So, I mean, up and coming team playing well. I didn't get a chance to watch this game, but Darius Leonard did not have a good game. So that tells me, I mean, game plan wise, they probably just went out there, got after, you know, playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, Carson Wentz, though, I mean, you if you're going to take this team, you know, to the playoffs, to a championship, I feel like you, you got to have a better game than this against the Jaguars. But I mean, look what the Jaguars did to the Bills last week. So, I mean, a win's a win in the NFL. They got it done. I have the the Colts in the future based on our conversation with Cap the other day. You know, so I'm, I'm hoping they make a run, win a Super Bowl, because then hopefully I'm going to win some money. Five and five? Yeah, and the AFC is wide open. Yeah, they're right in the mix. Well, Tennessee's eight and two now. That's Yeah, they're just leading the South. They should hold on for that one. Yeah, but you look at like uh, wild card situations. Everybody's like five and five. Pats are six and four. We can get. I'm sure we're going to talk about that game later. I mean, remember last year? Remember last year in the NBA, how everybody was so mediocre. There was like teams two through twelve were like mediocre as fuck. It was like forty eight and forty whatever to like forty forty one and forty one, uh, mm-hmm. and then even in the East, it was like second to. They were all mediocre. I feel like we're seeing that now this year in the NFL. There's a lot of mediocre-ass teams that we're just not used to being mediocre. Even, like, the Rams and the Bills. Like, well, we'll talk about the Bills next, but the Bills, dude, like, they're a mediocre team right now. They're, like, 6-3, and three, which is crazy. Chargers. Chargers were hot. And yeah, they're just back to mediocrity. 5-4. and four. All of a sudden, that genius coach isn't a genius anymore. Yeah, I still think he's. I, th- I still think Brandon Staley's a genius, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I agree with you. I mean, if you listen to that Rob Lowe interview the other day, and pardon my take, uh, he was talking about, you know, just the the mediocre play across the league. That like this is the one year where it's like there's no, there are some dominant teams, but even like you look at the dominant teams like the Titans, and people weren't even high on them coming out. You know, coming out the gate, they had a couple of slip ups. I mean, I don't know if it's uh. You know, mediocre play, up and down play, mediocre coaching, whatever the case may be, or just that there's just, I mean, there's so much talent in the NFL. Everybody wants mm-hmm. to win, you know, every Sunday. That's what makes the NFL great is that every Sunday, everybody's coming out there trying to get a win, trying to put some tape out there to try to get that next contract. And, you know, just everyone's being a pro. So that's where I, I'm confused. I don't know where each one is, but I mean, it's, it's tough not to agree with you guys. All right, let's look at our next slate, though. Uh, we got Bills at Jets. 
fucking as we were talking about, like you were saying with mediocrity. I mean, it's I think the talent's everywhere. The fact that Mike White and that team can even put up 17 points against the Bills, kind of crazy, kind of kind of nuts. I don't know. That's just me. I mean, Mike White. He he said he should have been a number one overall draft pick when he came out of came out of college. So. Yeah, I, I should have said I'm a fucking 220 pound, six foot five stud, but I'm not. Like, it's just like that's not how it works. He's not a first round draft pick. He never will be, and I don't think that he even deserves. Watch, he's going to be the greatest, and he's going to be the coldest pick ever. Throws four picks after he says that, though. <laughs> Pressure got to him. Really Literally, quick. like bro. Yeah, you gotta come out and do something. I know it's a tough thing, but you don't come out and just shit the bed with four interceptions. You beat the Bengals. I, I get it. Like, they have the number two defense in the league, but it's a, a, a fresh good team. You beat the Bengals. Let's take it easy for a second. There's no film on you. You know, like, now people have film on you. Now you're fucked. And maybe the Bengals weren't smart enough to study the college film on you, but the Bills definitely did. Mediocre. You said the best. So hot. Lost two in a row. Lost three out of three out of four. It's another team. Just goes to show you, and you think about even even your Steelers, Jeff. I mean, dude, I thought I thought they were done for all season long, and now they're right there, second in second in the AFC, uh, whatever division they're in. And then just leave that opportunity on the table. Yeah, that was terrible. That was that was a tough game to watch. So we talked about tough games. We talked about uh, me and Jeff talked about that Lions Steelers game that was miserable. Uh, Elliot, what did you think about that game? Oh yeah, that was that was a tough one to watch. Nobody wanted to win that game. Sucks to see Big Ben go out. Sucks to see uh, Mason Rudolph back there. He's just a strange looking guy. He's he looks at- like uh, he looks like uh, what's that? Get Out. He looks like one of those characters. He looks like a character from Get Out. Weird you know what I'm saying? Guy. Yeah, just a weird face guy. Like just some guy that like just a little too perfect. Just a little too. Uh, Something's off about that guy. He's a little too squeaky clean for me. You know what? The Packers made me money yesterday, so whatever. Hell yeah. Uh, first shout-out for Russell Wilson. I thought Russell Russell Wilson was going to have a great game. Uh, uh, he ended up shooting the bed. He had two really bad plays, as you heard in his uh, press conference that he kept saying. But, uh, yeah, these the fucking Packers, man, every year, every offseason, it seems like, Oh yeah, fuck yeah! They're they're gonna get destroyed. Their team is on the fritz, and then they just go seven and two every year. It's miserable. And my boy Aaron Jones, my fantasy boy, that it is. He's uh he might be done for a while. So they 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 picked up uh, the big boy Jay Dillon. He played well. He's gonna be a good player for them. So they probably won't keep Aaron Jones next year. <laughs> I don't see that happening. I like AJ Dillon a lot. I think they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna roll with that guy. He's really good. He's a stud. And running backs are replaceable as fuck. Sad but true. I have Aaron Jones in every league. Thankfully, I picked up AJ Dillon in every league too. It just sucked that. Luckily, I got the wins this week. But Aaron Jones only put up like ten points, and AJ Dillon put up like anywhere from twenty to thirty, depending on PPR bonuses and whatnot. So, yeah, that that sucks, but I just love that Benny picked uh, the Seahawks coming into this when we did our Sunday picks because he just picks the Bears every single weekend. Every weekend. 
every weekend. And then sure enough, he goes and he picks the Seahawks <laughs> just to, he can't pick the bears. So he's got to pick against the Packers to get the most bears pick he could possibly get. But I was happy for Aaron Rodgers coming into this and just getting the win after everything that he went through um, with everything. I mean, he shouldn't have lied. It is what it is, but I always love watching people go out there and get wins. I can't wait until he is not on the Packers anymore, and I'll root for him like crazy. But until he's off the Packers, I'm not going to root for the guy. I'll bet money on the Packers, but I won't root for Aaron Rodgers. It sucks. What's up with the shutouts? There's been a few shutouts the past couple weeks. That's hard to do in the NFL, I feel like, nowadays. Oh, yeah. Zero points? That's bad. Even blowouts, too. I mean, a lot goes down the slates really quick right now. You got Panthers, Cardinals, 34-10. You got Eagles, Broncos, 30-13. You got Seahawks, Packers, 17-0. Chiefs, 41-14 against the Raiders. And then you're looking at uh, Monday night's game. Uh, we're watching it live right now, so it's already thirty-one to seven. You know, all these fucking wow. blowouts. Uh, Cowboys forty-three-three. You know, uh, all these blowouts this this week have been insane. Even the Patriots against the Browns, forty-five-seven. Jets, uh, Bills. Bills were up forty-five-seventeen. So it's been crazy. Uh, I think like twelve teams lost by more than ten, ten or more. Even the Washington uh, football team, which was a surprise to everybody, they beat the Buccaneers by 10. So uh, That one, any given that one was there. crazy, though. That one was crazy. That was the first time Tom Brady in his entire, what, 20-year career, he ever lost by double digits coming off a of bye week, which yeah, is crazy because he's come off of 20 buys in his entire career. <laughs> it was the first time he ever lost by double digits. That one was a wild game. But great point, Mikey. Playoffs last year. What'd you say? Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Playoffs last year. Yeah. I mean, Heineke's got his number. He's he's like the Eli Manning. (laughs) Yeah. We lost Chase Young torn ACL, so that sucks for the league that he's out. That does suck for the league, man. I like him a lot. I love Chase Young. I think he's uh, the glue to that defense. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, that defense was. Torn apart already this whole season. It's almost right. almost better that he hopefully he comes back from this, recovers, comes back strong because that D's been playing terrible all season. Well, you know what? This week was the week that that whole all that defense just came back together. So it was like, all right, finally the team is back. Like everybody's back together besides Fitzpatrick. We could start to finally play some football together. And then right there he goes down, and I was just like, dude, that fucking sucks, you know. But it is what it is. What do you think uh, Russ is going to do, though? I mean, after getting shut out by the Packers, he already held out earlier this season because he wasn't, you know, he felt like he wasn't getting enough support, you know, from the, the front office on, on weapons and whatnot. Even though I felt like, you know, DK's a beast. Tyler Lockett, in my opinion, is one of the most underrated wide receivers in the league. I mean, you think Russ is going to stick with the Seahawks after the season? Like, what's his future oh, going to yeah. look like? I'll be honest with you. I love Russell uh, Wilson, he is my favorite quarterback in the league. Uh, just personally, he's my favorite quarterback in the league. Uh, I wanted him to come to the Bears. I would trade him anything for the Bears, even just the fields. So I just, I fucking love Russell Wilson. That's bias of me. Um, he's not going to stay for Seattle as much as what he's done for Seattle. One, he's going to be retired. His jersey is going to be retired. He's, his legacy is already strong. 
nobody's going to be mad if he leaves because they'll understand. It's just like, where is he going to go? Can he go to Denver? Can he go to – but he looks like a guy that's going to play for a primetime team. Like he wants to play probably probably the Jets, right? Not a primetime team, but like a bigger team, like a – Big market. Yeah, the Jets. Yeah, exactly. I was I wanted him to play for the Bears, but who knows where he'll go. But I know he's not staying in there, especially in that division when you have all those defensive ends coming to chase you, like uh, Donald, you got – uh, JJ Watt, you got Chandler Jones, bro. It's time to get out of that division. The whole division is getting better. Like all those teams are making moves, making winning moves, yeah. and the Seahawks really didn't do anything that I remember. You know, this off season. So that he's got to look at that as well and be like, all right, come on now. The Rams are just paying everybody somehow. <laughs> the Cardinals got a nice team. They're stacked on offense. So yeah, that that's got to suck. One of my favorites too, Mikey. So I'm with you. Dude, that's a great point, Jeff. Like, is there a salary cap in the NFL? Like, I feel like in the NFL, like, you talk about hockey, they have, like, a hard cap. You know, NBA, they have the luxury tax and all this stuff. I feel like the NFL, especially when you talk about the Rams, it's just like, all right, we're just going to do whatever the fuck we want. We're going to pick up. We're going we're gonna to get whoever we want, trade picks, you know, pay whoever. We're going to figure this out, and we're just going to make whatever type of team we want. And then, meanwhile, you have uh, fucking the Bears, huh? Matt and Ryan are football guys, and, uh, you know, what we got to do is by the rules. That's, like, you just see the difference between teams and the way that they're operated. And it's just like, we never have a fucking chance. The Rams are paying. Never have a chance. The Rams are paying Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, Aaron Donald. The Bears are playing Jimmy Graham, Andy Dalton, and Nick Foles. Like, yeah, it's just ridiculous yeah. the things the Bears do. Where, where is our money going? It's, it's trash. Uh, I didn't think we'd be even talking about the Bears, especially on the bye week. But here we are. Dude, I thought I thought the funniest thing I saw this last weekend, though, was uh, bringing Cam back to Carolina. They were saying that Cam, the, the Panthers are currently paying Cam's, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold. So they're paying the guy that they paid to replace Cam Newton, the guy that they paid to replace Cam Newton's replacement, and now they're paying Cam Newton again. So <laughs> they're literally just paying all sorts of money just in a circle right now, and now they're they're back with Cam, and they look good. I mean, they came out, granted, no Kyler Murray, but I got, you know, that game was on red zone quite a bit, especially to start off, and, I mean, it looked like Cam breathed some life back into the Panthers, and... It looked like they were dead coming into it. We'll see how they do this next week. But, I mean, they you know they beat the best team in the NFL, essentially, when it comes to the record. So I'm excited to see what he does just because I was a big Cam fan coming out of college. Um, kind of fell off his train, you know, later in his career. But I, I got back on it after this last weekend because that was just exciting to see. Yeah, it definitely was. It was cool to see, like, some nostalgia. You hope that you'll see that with uh... – Good old Derrick Rose. They did that with Allen Iverson where they brought him back to the 76ers. They always bring the homecoming teams back, uh, players back. Uh, it was nice, especially to see him fucking score a touchdown and a, and a rushing touchdown. That's awesome. It's kind of sad seeing him get old. I, I, like you said, uh, like watching him growing up was, was awesome. And then watching him get old kind of sucked too. But uh, that was nice. Um, ooh, I like this upset. Did you guys, you guys, uh, 
go against this one, Vikings Chargers. The old Vikings. Sorry, I'm looking at my fantasy. I need one tackle to win my fantasy matchup, and I'm not going to get it. So I'm just I'm furious over here. (laughs) Debo Samuel brought me all the way back with 35 points, and yeah, just not going to get the tackle out of uh, Freddie Warner. I want. I just I just love I saw on Twitter. It was like, so do the Rams suck now? Like, are they not good? What's going on? Literally, they do. They do suck. Yeah. I, I actually I had the Vikings in that game though. Dude, Vikings aren't dude, they're a tough team. I it's it might be my NFC North biased because I always watch the NFC North because the you know the Bears are always on out here. I've always respected the Vikings. And if you could run the ball, I mean I'm a I'm a big offensive line, defensive line guy. And dude, the Vikings are a running team. If you can run the ball, Dalvin Cook had a day, Kirk Cousins had a day. Um you know, you control the clock, especially playing against a team like the Chargers, where you know Brandon Staley's going to take some chances. Right. Anything can happen. So I, I'm interested to see what the Vikings do. You know, for the rest of their season, because they're they're a dark horse to make the playoffs, the NFC, and I don't think anybody's going to want to see them. I, I mean, people will probably be excited to see Kirk Cousins, but I mean, that's a that's an old line you don't want to mess with. Speaking, of, I mean, the, yeah. the Vikings. I always thought the same thing. They're just a solid football team, usually. So they're always there. But the Chargers, I think I follow a few Chargers fan pages where they were just hot today because they were all over my Instagram. And everyone was mad that Herbert wasn't pushing the ball downfield. They had up his his passing chart and everything was looking like Justin Fields three weeks ago. <laughs> it was all 15, 15 yards and under. So uh, I missed this game, but maybe the Vikings, you know, that was a good game plan. That's what people were doing to Mahomes before this week, obviously. Um and the big arm guys, they struggle because you just want to throw it. When you got that arm, you want to unload and go deep. And it's hard to take all the underneath shit. So, I mean, shout out to the Vikings. Better than the Bears, Elliot? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have the have the Bears and Vikings played yet this season? Mm-hmm. Twice at the end. Yeah. I was going to say, because that's a sweep. That's why when I was looking at the Vikings schedule, I mean, they have a ch- – dude. They have a chance to make the playoffs, even though they're sitting at four and five right no now. No way, that's a sweep. I'm sorry. In a tough, N- dude, in a tough a NFC. Think about the games that the Vikings have lost this year. So let me look back here. I got to do some googling, but the Vikings have lost some ridiculous games this year. Very similar to the Patriots too. Like when you look at the Patriots, you know they're a legit contender. And look at the games that they lost. I mean, the Patriots should have uh, beat the Cowboys for one. Uh, I forgot who they played first game of the season, but they were a couple of fumbles away from winning that game. I mean, they, they should essentially be winning their division. And let me look at the Vikings here. Vikings are the same. They got five losses, all one-score losses. Exactly. The, the better teams in the league, besides the Browns, because I hate them, but they lost to Cincinnati, Arizona, Dallas, Baltimore, and uh, the Browns. Yeah. And Cincinnati, that was that game that nobody wanted to win. Um, Cardinals. Plenty of shots to win that game. And then, yeah, that Browns game, I don't have a good memory of that one. But, I mean, and Vikings, too. Vikings, they, they, I mean, against the Cowboys, they just played down to the competition. They got beat by a backup quarterback by one of the greatest teams ever assembled, known to man. But, I mean, Vikings are a dangerous team. Mm, I, I disagree. That's my thoughts. I disagree. I just think that uh, the Bears are going to sweep, not sweep them. I think they're not going to let them get sweeped. But I think that fucking Kirk Cousins is a scared little bitch. I think he's scared of the, the Bears. 
Side bet, uh, Vikings sweep the Bears? Yeah, I'll do a little side bet. Let's do, uh, let's do a, uh, a nice pizza. A nice pizza? Yeah, whoever wins owes pizza. All right. No, whoever All loses right. owes pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll do whoever loses owes pizza. Nice, nice, nice try over here, Bears fan. Mike's a slick talker right there. Yeah. I'm <laughs> late, bro. All right. Let's let's go to week eleven. Let's do a no before we do week eleven. Let's uh, do some best of the week for week eleven. Let's push on because we have a nice little slate here. Uh, we have the Patriots at the Falcons. Patriots at Falcons. Dude, New England is minus six and a half. I'm going to hammer the Patriots minus six and a half against the Falcons. This is a game. Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl. Doesn't matter who you are. If you ever played him in the Super Bowl, he is out for blood. Win, loss, draw, does not fucking matter. He is going to kill your team. Yeah, that's one. I feel like you got you to gotta grab that six and a half before it goes up. Especially the yeah. way that the Falcons played last week and the way the Patriots have been playing. I mean, the Cowboys actually didn't run the ball that well against the, uh, the Falcons. But I think the Pats are going to come out there and just shove it down their throats. Mac Jones is getting better and better every week. Better every week for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I dude, I'm 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 gonna throw some early early parlays in for this Sunday, starting with that Pats minus six and a half. Perfect minus six and a half. What do you think, Jeff? Yeah, definitely the Patriots. Bill's not gonna let the the shitty Falcons, you know, even come close to them. I don't think so. They're gonna go handle business, and you know they're gonna keep it, establishing themselves as one of the better teams in the league, which nobody really thought they were gonna be. But they're up there right now. Right. I love that Belichick just comes out dressing like a scrub too on Sundays. Like that, I love that about oh, him. Just doesn't give a shit. Comes out wearing whatever he wants. Just like, yeah, I'm just here to take care of business, guys. <laughs> I'm not trying to look good. I'm just here to take care of business. Just there for football. Just there for football. That's a football guy. His son with That's the money. Oh, dude, his son's on something. Look at his lips guy, going man. crazy. <laughs> I heard he's a wild card though in the in the locker room. Like I heard he's like a good dude. Like he's just absolutely crazy. I I would not let that guy hear anybody. I know. <laughs> Fuck that. All right, next slate we got is uh, Colts Bills. I like the Bills minus. Oh, uh, I don't know actually. Let me let me back check that really quick. What do you guys think? Colts Bills. Is, is Darius Leonard healthy though? He's healthy. That's a big he's one. Good. A big one. I turned down a trade down last a trade week because of that. Because I just wasn't sure that it was going to hurt since camp, summer camp. So summer camp. It's, it's looking rough. Why yeah, don't they just like give him some like steroids or something? And he'll be fine. Or just some like a little bit of a booster or some Vicodin. Something that'll heal his ankle pain when he plays. I'm sure he's got a couple. I'm sure he's got a couple. I like yeah, the over in that game. I like the over in that game. You like the over? Yeah, forty nine. Yeah, forty nine. Oh, these are, see, but the, this is where it's weird because these are two good, two mediocre, two mediocre offenses, but two really, or you know what, the Bills are pretty good at offense, and the Colts are pretty good at defense. So, and what is it over what? Forty nine. Forty nine. Yeah, I'll take it. I like that over forty nine. It's just hard because when it comes to like. Are the Colts going to score any points here? And if they do, how many mistakes? You can't handicap turnovers, like Billy Godfather said. 
And how many turnovers does fucking Carson Wentz make? You know, I feel like he's going to make this Bills defense look really good this week. Uh, if anything, I'm going to take Buffalo minus seven just because they're away and uh, Carson Wentz fucks up all the time. I'm with you there. I'm with he, you there. He plays bad in big games. He plays game. bad in big games. Always. Even though it's a 12 o'clock game, it's still find some way to fuck it up. And uh, Carson Wentz kind of looks like a bitch to me, so they're playing outside, and uh, it's going to be cold. <laughs> I, I just, I don't think that he wants to be outside. Dude, he's a country <laughs> boy. He's a, he's a hunter. What does that mean? We probably have way more in common. We probably have way more in common than I think with uh, Carson Wentz, but you have zero you have in common zero with Carson, Carson Wentz. Yeah, we we like to hunt. Uh, he's a he's a god guy. After this two for two, yeah. I don't know what else. Is, is he a guy who wears his wedding, guy ring wears his wedding ring on the field? I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm not a wedding guy on the field guy. I think you're not a I wedding ring on the field guy. Yeah, so I'm against yeah. him right El- there. Against them. Elliot, Elliot seems like a wedding ring on the court guy, though. I never wear my I wedding never ring. never wear my wedding ring. Uh, I don't know. Are you sure? Yeah, like I get yeah, shit like I get all shit the time. All Cause the I don't time. wear jewelry. I don't wear jewelry. At all. I just wear that game. Outside of that, I don't wear. Outside anything. of that, I don't wear. Anything. Wait, you don't wear it like in general? You don't wear your wedding ring like in general? Like, like special events, like special events, like if I'm dressing up, if I'm dressing up, up uh, outside okay. of that, I don't outside wear. Outside of that, I don't wear anything. Yeah, that's a flex. Yeah, I, I'm not really a jewelry guy either. I have, uh, like you said, I got a necklace from my grandpa that my grandpa gave me, but. I think uh, my fiance would kill me if I don't wear my wedding ring when I get it. So I, I retired my jersey in uh, 2008. 2008. Oh yeah, got rid of it. Got rid of it. What a big mistake that was! I heard it's making a comeback. All right, <laughs> let's go to uh, fucking. Oh, here's another shitty game that might end in a tie: Lions Browns. Uh, no. Cleveland no. is minus ten. Mama mia. Oh, man. Oh, man. Everything in me Everything says in Cleveland, me minus, Cleveland 10. minus 10. So I'm going I'm to so say, gonna, Detroit, gonna, plus say Detroit plus 10. Detroit plus 10. Detroit plus 10. Yeah, that's... I, I, dude, can they keep fucking doing this stuff? Like, uh, I don't know. I think they go back to the Lions. They go back to the Lions. Get Molly Watts. Get Molly Watts. And uh, this all depends on if Baker Mayfield's playing too, right? I mean, they might be better with Case Keenum. They might be Keenum. better with Case Keenum. Yeah, true. Maybe he's got a better shoulder. Might be, yeah. It might be the move. Yeah, that, one just, that one just screams Browns minus Browns 10. Minus gonna 10. win. Gonna win. That's why I'm, I'm going why Lions. I'm going Lions. Everything that we talked about on we Sunday, talked about on, when I, I would when I, completely I would agreed completely with, agreed it, with it, it was basically it, me it and Benny. me and Benny. I was like, yeah, that I one's going like, yeah, to hit. Got to go the other way. Got to go the other way. Sometimes that's how your plays are. Sometimes it's okay to fade yourself. Texans, Titans. Uh, Titans are minus 10 and a half, too. Are you guys going to take the Titans minus 10 and a half here? That's another one that that's screams. That's another one that screams. Too right. good to be true. Too good to be true. Too good to be true, yeah. For me, this is going to be a no bet. I'm not even touching this game. Texans are trash. Texans are trash Tennessee, Tennessee playing at home. Playing at home. But they got veterans. They got veterans. Got to go Titans. I'm looking, Titans. At, I'm looking Titans. at 
the rest of the, the NFL, rest of the NFL and these letdown these games. Let, you know, you look at the Cowboys yeah, getting, the Cowboys beat, getting by the beat by the Broncos. The Bucks getting the Bucks beat by the Redskins. By the Reds. I feel like Vrabel's like going to have these guys ready to go. So, so they're not going to let the Texans come, come in and even make this a game. No, I'm even going to make it a game. Fuck it. All right. I like that. All right. You convinced me enough, so I think I'm going to take them too. Let's do Bears-Ravens. I'll take Bears money line. Fuck it. Plus 290. Why not? Convince me otherwise. Bears suck. Bears suck. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. Bears do yeah. suck. Yeah. But Ravens coming off, Ravens a loss. coming off a loss. Less than a touchdown. Bears. Less than a touchdown. Bears this is bad home. news. Bears are at home. Is Khalil Mack back? Uh, it depends on if he's healthy, but he, he will be back for this week. But it all depends on like, if he's playing. The Bears do a really good job of containing their quarter, uh, the rush for their quarterbacks. Okay. And I know this is Lamar Jackson, but I feel like the Bears do a really, really good job of just going east to west with the defense. North to south is where they struggle because the deep plays always fuck them. And then their open plays on the outsides always catch them. If you notice, if you look on the inside for the middle linebackers and all that stuff, Roquan Smith is going to be spying. Lamar Jackson like crazy and it's going to stop him from going coast to coast. Uh, I feel like they can maintain them. And then if you could at least stop the deep ball, you just got to find one person back there to stop the deep ball. That eliminates Lamar Jackson's play. How do you stop Lamar Jackson? You take away the deep ball and you take away the run game. And you force him to throw little passes. If fucking Nagy's smart enough, we'll see. Hopefully it works. Uh, Jeff, what are your thoughts on that one? The old Bears, Ravens. Bears, Ravens. I mean, Lamar, Lamar, Lamar against the Bears, actually. Bears, actually. You know, a lot of running and the Bears. The Bears struggling. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens. Plus six. Plus six. Or they're minus six or right now. They're minus six right now. Uh, uh, Ravens, yeah, I'm going to take Ravens, yeah, Ravens, Ravens minus six. Okay. Ravens minus six. Yeah, I think that's good. I don't think it's a good play. I think the Bears are going to fucking take it. I think they can at least, like, hold on to the spread. I just... Don't know if that's the homer in me talking or if that's uh if that's the sports better in me talking. Yeah, Probably I already threw in the three game parlay. Which one? Titans, Ravens, Ravens, Pats, Pats. Titans, Ravens, Pats. That's a good one. I like that one. Let's do one more and then we'll hop right into what I want to talk about is basketball because the Bulls are fucking bad. Uh, Chiefs, Cowboys. I'm taking the Cowboys here. Cowboys money line at plus 135, especially against the Chiefs. The Chiefs are garbage. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, they beat the Vegas Raiders. You kind of saw that coming, especially when you see a team that hasn't had anything go right for about five weeks. And those are off-the-field problems. Whenever you have on-the-field problems versus off-the-field problems, on-the-field problems are always going to beat the off-the-field problems. And that's what the, the Chiefs showed you. Chiefs dominated, showed them up, didn't give them a chance. And prove that they're the better, better football team when it's all said and done. And they just got out coached. So I'm going to take the Cowboys this week. Cowboys, uh, money line. Underdogs, let them bark. I like the over in like that game. Like 55 and a half for that. Five and a half. Yeah, like to string together those crazy games. He's been having another good game. Yeah, he's been going off lately. But I still think the, the Cowboys got half what it takes to cover. Or, uh, to win the whole game outright. And as big as a fan of I, I am, of I, I am Diggs, Javon Diggs, Javon Diggs, he gets the interceptions, but he lets a lot of people behind. Uh, people behind. And if you oh, let, all the time, he's, he's a gambler. 
Yeah. He's literally a gambler. You never know how he's going to do. He's either going to shut that guy out or he's either going to be the reason they lose. Yeah, this is, a game yeah this is a game that the Cowboys the lose Cowboys every lose year. Ever. So I've been down on the Cowboys on all the year Cowboys just because I don't want to be too optimistic. The Chiefs, you know, they're, they're turning you know, around, they're, right they're around right now. I agree with Jeff. I, I like the over. Jeff, I, like, I think they're just going to be going back and forth, scoring points all over each other. But yeah, this I mean, isn't yeah, the same I mean, team though. This isn't the same team as like last year's Chiefs, two years ago's Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like this is a team that can get it done. No, I know. I'm, no, I'm I know. hoping I'm, to make I'm it out there for this game actually. That was like yeah, on, the was like on the docket. No, yeah, we were supposed no, to go yeah, out, we out there for this game. Uh, we uh, got Benny's yeah, birthday Benny's actually on Saturday. Saturday. So I, I, we made, I made it a point. I made it a point. That like I'm taking family I'm taking stuff, family stuff, friend stuff over friend stuff football over stuff. Football so, stuff. So going to going the Benny's to, birthday, to Benny's birthday might drive out might there. Drive after. Out it's there a three twenty-five game. So we'll see how it is. We'll see how it is. But it's like seven but it's hours like away. Seven hours away. Jeez. So it's it's so going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But dude, this is a dude, game. This is a, I feel like this is the Cowboys. Like this is the Cowboys. Cowboys if they could beat, if they could beat, then they're the real. They're the real. Because the Chiefs, yeah, as much as everybody's down on them, I mean, they're still I mean, Super Bowl contenders. Nobody wants to play them. Nobody wants to play. Yeah, everybody, nobody wants to play them right now. Uh, and the Cowboys, this year is the first year that I'm like, oh, shit, they might be the real deal. They And nobody's talking about them in the NFC right now. Everybody's just quiet about them. Everybody's overlooking at them. I heard somebody say that the fucking Seahawks-Packers might be a, might be a uh, NFC championship preview. Did somebody not tell this guy that the Seahawks are three and six and the Cowboys record is the Cowboys record? I just, I don't understand why they get so much shit on because of previous years. This is a whole different Cowboys team. This Cowboys team is going to go off. I, those are just my thoughts. I think they can make a deep run in the playoffs too. I don't even want to be excited. I don't excited. even want to be excited. Can't oh be my God. <laughs> seven and two. Right. Seven after and two, after, after when I saw when the Broncos do the Broncos it's tough, man. It's, tough, it's man. a week it's by a week league. Anything can happen. I just the one thing I will say though is Michael Parsons. When he's playing on the line, on the line, on the D line, they're a different defense. They're a different defense. Like I know he's a great linebacker, but they need him rushing the passer. It's it's like night and day when he's rushing the passer. Rushing the passer. I think Bill Belichick said it, and I never even thought this way after or until this last weekend. Quarterback pressures are almost more important than quarterback sacks. Because yeah, you get one sack in a game, yeah, that's big. That's that's cool. But I mean, if you're pressuring this guy x amount of times per game, I mean, you're you're adjusting the entire way he plays. So. So that's what Micah Parsons brings to the table when he's playing on the D-line. He's constantly getting next to the quarterback. So I'm excited to see this game. This is 100% game of the weekend on Sunday. I'm so excited for it. He's a stud. Did you see him in hard knocks? Oh, yeah. They could just tell, like, this guy's fucking different. This guy's special. I got a future on it. I got a future on it. Knock on wood, 200 bucks. I put on it for defensive rookie year. It pays 1200 Oh, nice. That's a good bet right there. Yeah, might get it. Might get it. Who else is in the in the run right now? Uh, he's hands down uh, he's the favorite. Hands down the favorite. Yeah, I got so it at like I got plus, plus four hundred or something like that. Or something like I forgot what it was. Oh, I forgot what it was. Um, um, preseason. Preseason. And then yeah, and now then, he's at yeah, like, now negative, he's at like negative, I don't even know what. What is he at right now? What is he at right now? 
awards defensive rookie defensive of the year rookie minus year. 150 minus to win. oh nice that's awesome oh yeah he's easily the favorite to get that shit yeah all right let's transition it into uh my favorite part of the show let's talk bulls basketball we can talk more about the nba too what's going around there but the bulls are on fire the bulls are the greatest team in the league right now not really but in my heart they are uh they're first in their division they're surprisingly tied with uh cleveland which is crazy feels like it's 2015 again and um the bucks are six and eight which is crazy so and they are third in the East. If they win today, they will hop up and be second in the East because they beat the Brooklyn Nets. Um, so it's just the Bulls are bad. Bulls are great. Uh, I didn't think that the standings would look like this. Um, before we get into the standings, I want to talk more about what's going on with the Bulls right now, especially when you got Nikola Vucevic out for a couple more, maybe a, maybe a week more. Uh, that definitely affects us, but it, it gives – other players, the opportunities to develop other star, superstars like DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine to prove how good they can play as a duo and not need a trio. I mean, the guys are putting up 60 points a game almost. Uh, look, yesterday or the other day against the Clippers, uh, Zach put up 29, DeMar put up 30, uh, 35, something like that. They're going to go off together with the, the Lakers uh, as we're talking right now they're up 42 to 35 and uh already zach's got 10 and jamar's got 16 so it just shows you the good chemistry that we have this year and i'm excited for the bulls uh a lot of people thought that this november was going to be a tough schedule we're so far kicking ass uh what do you guys think about the bulls this year i'm loving what i'm seeing from demar every game man he is just, he's playing so smooth. His game is smooth. So I always have, so liked, I always this have liked this game. But, you know, you don't, but, you know, you don't, San Antonio, San Antonio, San Antonio games. Who watches San Antonio, watches San Antonio games? games? But, yep. I mean, but, I, I, I think mean, he's really I think good he's for really the Bulls. He's, he's that veteran. He's that veteran who, if who, Levine if ever does play bad, Levine's going to ball out the entire team. We're in a good position. Levine has been having a lot of second second half shots, right? So I feel like the first half is always kind of straddling. He'll have a nice hot first quarter, a few minutes of the first quarter, he'll be hot. And then he'll he'll slim it down until it hits the third quarter. Third quarter, he starts going off. And the fourth quarter, he's a fourth quarter kind of guy. So just a fucking stud. And, uh, yeah, it's nice to have DeMar do that for him and uh, just be there for him as a, as a strong second. Maybe even he might be the go-to guy when it comes to who's taking the last shot. Yeah, right as Jeff yeah, right says as that, Jeff DeMar, says knocks that DeMar knocks down three. There you go. When historically, when historically not a good three point shooter, but he's shooting it well this season. Well this season. I mean, dude, for I mean, him to make two two threes in a game is like plus four ninety. Really? Really? Yeah, it's insane. That's a great That's value a great bet. Great right value there. bet right there. Yeah, and and like FanDuel has not found out about it. Barcelona hasn't found out about it. So it's just been insane. That's like Elliot at like our, our morning basketball. Plus 490 plus hitting. Plus 490 hitting. Oh, yeah? He's like that at fucking basketball. You know what? I, I feel bad. I ditched Elliot uh, Monday morning. I was supposed to go uh, practice with him. Or go fucking play. And uh, I overslept. So I will definitely be there Wednesday morning. And uh, it'll be a good time. Are you going to be there Wednesday, Jeff? 
Yeah, I'll be there Wednesday. Yeah, I'll be there Wednesday. So, oh yeah. Uh, let's transition, not transition, but I kind of want to talk more about the goals. Uh, we have a, a pretty tough schedule still. Um, as soon as you think it'd be easier because we've played all these hard teams, we have the Nuggets, we have the Knicks, we have the Pacers, and then it gets a little bit easier after that. We have uh, Rockets, Magic, and then it gets harder again, Heat, and then Hornets. So these are just teams that we, I mean, if you look at it realistically, we could probably go 15 and 7, 15 and 7 through November. And uh, everybody says the real season doesn't start until December after Christmas. But after Christmas, bro, you look at our schedule and it gets easier and easier and easier to coast right into the playoffs. I mean, you got fucking January is going to be a, a walk through the park. You have the uh, Wizards, Bulls, Wizards, Mavericks. Yeah, Nets are hard. Warriors are hard. Celtics, they're not who they used to be. Uh, Grizzlies, Cavs. So it's just got a chance. I'm finally happy we got a chance this year, and I'm excited. That's all. Wizards it are is. no joke, Wizards though. Wizards are no joke, though. The wi- How are they no joke? Bradley Beal, Kyle Bradley Kuzma. Beal, they've been playing Kuzma. well. They've been playing well. Are you a Kyle Kuzma guy, though? I am. I said I Kyle am. Kuzma said was going to average, gonna like, average 20 like, and 10. close to 20 and 10. Hasn't been. He's, Hasn't been, like, he's somewhat like, on somewhat pace. on pace. But he's been playing well. But he's been playing well. Yeah, he's all right. I just don't – he doesn't uh, – I don't know. He's not a. He doesn't look like a nice guy, so I, I don't fuck with Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> I could pass on watching Kyle. Watching Kyle. Not a fan. Not a fan. Right. Literally. Literally. This game right it. here against the Lakers, and this is what I was saying all season. The Bulls, Bulls playing against playing against like a a like legit, a, a big, legit man big man is going to be their down, be not their, their downfall. Not their downfall. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for them. You know they lost you know, two they against lost the two against the Seventy Sixers. Joel, obviously, Joel, obviously you, know, you know, the best big man, the best in, the big man in the NBA today. Uh, we'll see what uh, AD, we'll see what does, AD in does in this game. I love the way the I Bulls, love the are, way playing the Bulls right are playing D right now. And then, and then you, know, you talk about going, you on, the talk road, about going on the road. They got the Nuggets. See how they play against the Joker. But, dude, the Bulls are deep. The Bulls are deep. I, I mean, I, I don't know who they I don't, don't match up against match because, up against they're, so because long, they're, so they're so long, they're so athletic. I love the rotation. I love the right rotation now because right they're playing because like playing eight, nine like guys. Eight, nine guys. Uh, Lonzo uh, just Lonzo hitting just threes hitting left threes and right. Actually, no, that was Zach Levine. But the Bulls are legit. Bulls are legit. They're a problem. They're a problem. I can't wait to see him play. I can't wait to see him. Yeah, they're just different. And Demar, dude, Demar, a dark horse MVP candidate. I mean, he's got to be. He's putting up twenty-eight points a game. Why wouldn't he be a dark horse? Especially when you're fucking that. Your winning record, just like that, you're outshining. He could be comeback player of the year. I don't know what what else he could be. He's having a career year right now. Yeah, dude, it's absolutely yeah, ridiculous. Dude, it's absolutely ridiculous. And he's thirty-three. He's thirty-three, proving all these fucking haters wrong. All these guys are talking shit about him. You know, it's uh, it just shows you like uh, these, sometimes these reporters really. Well, they just should shut up, you know, because uh, I forgot who was talking about it. <laughs> As you're saying that, Zach Levine just exactly knocks on another D3. Little trivia so, for you little guys. Trivia where for you did, guys. Uh, where Butch, did go to uh, Butch go to college? Uh, he went with uh, DeMar DeRozan. Uh, they were college roommates. Yeah, USC. Yeah, yeah there you go. 
So I knew Demar went to USC. I had no idea. I had no idea. Like even went to college. Even went to college. I thought he was just like right off the boat, right off from Europe type guy. Yeah, just born with a basketball in his hand, was ready to fucking. Yeah, I. You know what? Me too. When I first thought about Gooch. And then when uh, they were like joking around on Twitter or some shit, I was like, oh, they're, they're college roommates. It's weird. So that's cool, though. Yeah, it's cool to have chemistry. Like two of our, yeah, we have two duos that went to school together or not even went to school, went to the same school. Uh, Lonzo and uh, um, Zach. Okay. Yeah, he was the successor. So it was just crazy to see that. And other Lonzo was like his biggest fan growing up. And just to see them play together and the chemistry just worked perfectly. It's it's been great. I'm excited for the season. Um, it just sucks that the Bulls got fucking fined. You guys saw that? Bulls got fined by uh, $10 million. For what? For what? For the Lonzo trade. Oh, oh tampering? Oh, tampering? Yeah, for tampering. Yeah, they, they hit them with, they're gonna, we're going to lose draft picks. People are going to get suspended. And we got fined $10 million. No. How does that not happen to LeBron's team every year then? Yeah, dude. Everybody in the NBA tampers. And they literally like laugh about it, like, oh, I'm getting caught for tampering for saying yeah. this. Yeah, that's literally like the running joke. Even on ESPN, they'll be like, oh, and there's a trade coming in a minute after the, you know, the trades of the free agent the market thing. opened. That's the thing is like, uh, fucking Adam Silver's tired of that. He's tired of everybody like just stepping over that rule. And he said the next person he catches that has visual evidence and it's easy to catch. Because they—that's what they focused on hard this year. The tampering rules. They—they they said like, we are we're gonna, we're gonna crack down on it." And ever since they did, not a lot of play, not a lot of teams took it seriously. And here we are now with the Bulls. The Bulls are getting fined ten mil, which I mean, really, is not that much to them. To them, ten million is right. a lot of money. As long as they don't lose draft picks, that's all I care about. Yeah, but they already did lose draft picks. What picks? It hasn't been finalized yet, but that's already like what the basis is. It's already a minimum of ten million dollars draft picks and suspensions. So that's we'll ridiculous. That they said though, they warned everybody that like, the next person we cast, we're gonna. They did it to the Bucks. The Bucks, uh, they lost the first round or second round draft pick last year for tampering. It's, for it's losing a second round draft pick's no big deal. Yeah, but now we're fucked. So it just, it's just going to scare people not to do it anymore. And uh, people are still going to do it, just find ways not to get caught. But, hey, if you want to fucking get better in the NBA, you can't always be an honest date. Dude, Rich and, Paul uh, is tampering right now. As we're talking, Rich Paul is tampering right now. He's got somebody out to dinner. He's got LeBron, you know, FaceTiming somebody, getting somebody okay, over there to clutch sports. He knows how to do it. He knows how to do it, that guy. He knows how to make money, and uh, good for him. You know, like, dude, that guy has no experience at all, and he just went into it, and now look at him. You guys are fucking multimillionaire. He's oh, dating yeah. Adele, I think, right? I saw him yeah. with Adele. Dating yep. Adele. <laughs> I think they're engaged. No, I hope they break up, dude. That's fucking, that album's going to be delicious. That breakup <laughs> album. That breakup album. Trying- Anytime she breaks up, it's always a fire-ass album. So I kind of pray on her downfall. <laughs> I mean, you, you're very right. Interesting take on that, but you are very right. I mean, I haven't heard a good Adele album in a little while. So I'm saying, because she's been happy. <laughs> you can't ever be happy. you got to ever be sad. It's kind of like the utopia for America, like the world. Everybody's happy when Adele's sad. 
<laughs> she, she goes in with a game plan, though. She goes into that relationship like, yeah, I can't wait till this ends because I'm going to make a lot of money. <laughs> Literally. Oh, man. Literally. That'll be funny, too. Oh, She's God. spilling all the secrets. <laughs> her, her first song her first song on the new album is called Tampering. Yeah. <laughs> Tampering with my heart, and it's just like all the players that they like fucking Oh my gosh, I'm getting too many good ideas right now. We're good. <laughs> we should definitely be her market marketing agent too. Uh, what are some other fucking surprises you see in the NBA right now? I mean, uh, she's we got the fucking Bucks. They're out of the playoffs, or they're out of the playoffs technically if it started today. I know it's very early, and I know playoffs or the NBA really doesn't start till Christmas. But I mean, you just got the Hawks six and nine. You got. The Pacers six and nine. You got the uh, fucking Celtics seven and seven, and then you got some surprises like you got Cleveland nine and six. You got the Bulls. Some would say at nine and four. You have uh, Washington at ten and three. And you go look in the West. Everything looks, thing looks pretty kosher, but you you really thought that the Lakers were going to be a lot better than they are this year. And uh, Portland fucking sucks. Uh, the Spurs, uh, and it's just garbage, you know. So there's a lot of teams that are surprising this year, especially uh, another one is going to be the, the Sacramento Kings. I know they're six and eight, but I think the Sacramento Kings are a surprisingly sneaky team. And, uh, you know, it's pretty good. So just crazy to see a lot of Mikey, I love how you were disrespecting the Wizards. Like they're just two guaranteed wins for the Bulls. When they're sitting at the top of the Eastern Conference at ten and three right now, and then you're gonna <laughs> say that the Kings are are a decent team over here at six and eight. <laughs> yeah. Records don't mean anything sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. I, I think the Kings and okay. Let me take this back. The Wiz- what's so good about them? I mean, Bradley Beal, leading scorer in the NBA last season. Adding Kyle Kuzma. Um, outside of that, I mean, when you look at the lineup, they just got some scrappers. You know, Caldwell Pope, knockdown shooter. Uh, Daniel Gafford, just a big dude, solid. You know, plays hard on both ends of the court. Spencer Dinwiddie, he was always been doing work. I mean, he 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 was he got kind of dogged out there in Brooklyn. Gave him a contract out here, playing well. Literally. Aaron Holiday, all the Holiday brothers. Just they they just produce. I mean, they're not gonna yeah, you know, overwhelm you. They're not gonna put up crazy stats, but they're just solid players. Montrez Harrell, probably one of the biggest dogs in the league, just gets after you know anybody that, that he's playing against. And you got to look at the young guy out here, Corey Kispert. I mean, he he's not really getting too many minutes, not really doing too many things. But I mean, he could play. Uh, he, he's a defensive stopper, not a defensive stopper, but you know, in college he played both ways. You know. He was an offensive threat. He could, he could D up the best guy on the other side of the court. So, I mean, they just look like a solid team that plays well together, and they're doing it. So that's why I think, you know, the Wizards, when you look at the NBA, it's it's really a marathon, you know. You got to play well consistently right. throughout the season, and they're just a team that knows. And I would say pretty similar to the Bulls that you got to just con- continue to outwork people. You know, that's how you're going to get wins. That's how you're going to, you know, put up numbers. So would you say that they're your favorite surprise team right now? Have to be. Um, I mean, the Bulls are my favorite surprise team, but 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, Wizards. Nobody thought the Wizards were gonna be ten and three right now. No, no chance. But you know what else I didn't think? I didn't think how good the uh, the Warriors were gonna be. To be honest, the Warriors are eleven and two right now, and it's uh, Steph is going crazy. Steph has a lot of haters too. Um, I'm not a Steph hater. I'm a fucking Steph truther. I used to hate on the guy so much until like I kind of had to stop hating on the guy because of how good he was. He just throw up a shot anywhere and hit it. Uh, they're eleven and two right now. I uh, did not see that coming at all. Did you guys see that? Not leading, you know, the league <laughs> in wins right now, but he's playing ridiculous. Um, I've never been a Steph hater either. He's just so – he changed the game of basketball. Like he made – Literally the, changed the game. The whole world, not the NBA. The world plays like that now. It's crazy. And, I mean, he does it better than everybody. He just became the all-time three-point shooter, uh, playoffs and regular season. with like – 600 less games than Ray Allen. So he's, he's something else, man. You can't, you, you can't remember. You guys remember how like fucking bad we would get ringed out or how many laps you would have to run if you took a shot like Steph Curry did when we were kids. Exactly. Like if you guys just fucking took a Steph Curry shot, we would literally go take a lap. Go take a lap, Tubby. And I'll be like, oh, fuck. All right, I'm out. Dude, we're younger than you, Mikey. It was like unheard of to even think of even doing anything like that. Not even to right. get in trouble, not even getting in trouble doing it, just to even do it in general. At least for me. I don't know about you, Jeff. I played, well, I played center, so I was just not allowed to shoot threes. Yeah. So I shot one three ever, and I, like, looked at the coach and, like, asked at the end of the game, and he just turned away and I shot it. So it was the only three I ever shot. Wasn't but allowed. Did you make it? No. I, I, I hit one of those, like, air balls right in front of the net, so I thought I hit it. <laughs> so my oh, boys knew I airballed, and I'm like, Jeff did this stuff initially. He he shot it, turned away. <laughs> it was airball. That was a bad shot. It was Steph, it was like Steph range. It was deep. It was deep. Oh, yeah. it was it was Steph range. Yeah, it was Steph. It was pretty far. Off. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. When yeah, comes back life. though, I mean they're they're the team to beat. That's like the the Warriors back when they won that first championship. You know, they got a roster too. They got, you know, Wiseman's not even playing. Clay's not even playing. Um, everybody on that team stepping up. Gary Payton Jr. is probably the most electrifying player in the NBA right now, in my opinion. The guy plays above the rim. Just unbelievable on the defensive end of the court. Andrew Wiggins is actually playing like the Andrew Wiggins that he should have been. Credit to Steve Kerr. Um, but, I mean, that whole yeah, team, Jordan Poole. I mean, playing unbelievable. They got Otto Porter Jr. that's doing nothing to this point, but he's an animal. Um, they definitely made improvements. And uh, Steve Kerr, he's just a Hall of Fame coach. Hall of Fame. Uh, but, yeah, Jordan Poole, that guy, too, he's just a stud. Like, even bringing back Iggy just to, just to bring feel some feel-good stuff in the locker room and all that, that's cool, too. Um, yeah, it's just awesome. I'm going to disagree oh, with you. Man. I got I got Miles Bridges as the most exciting guy in the league right now. I love Ooh. seeing the guy play because he plays with my blood. He's always throwing it down on somebody. Yes, dude. That's actually a great point. And he, I mean, coming out of college, he did not have a three-point shot. And now he, he's, I mean, dude, he's like a threat the minute he comes past half court. And like mm-hmm. you said, Jeff, I mean, playing with LaMelo, dude, every night, the dude's a highlight reel. That's great. Yeah, he's a stud, bro. Uh, and uh, is he related to Michael Bridges or no? I don't know. Is that the actor? Michael Bridges, no, Michael Bridges is the guy in the Suns. 
Oh, Mikel Bridges. Mikel, is that how you say his name? I believe so. Yeah, I don't think so. Mikel Petrus? No. <laughs> <laughs> Petrus, what was he? He was on the Magic, right? He was a French guy? Two thousand nine, fucking what a team that was! That my oh my god, what a what a series, dude! What he was thrown down in two K, yeah, yeah, two K. That was a great finals matchup. Was Kobe versus uh, the Magic? That was great. One of my favorite. Got to be my favorite. Has got to be uh, Lakers Celtics though. When it was uh, Kobe when he beat the Celtics. Those that was were. Bad. Those were the best three years, like, <laughs> in, in a while for us. In the NBA, yeah. yeah. Like, those were my favorite three years in the NBA. And then, like, after that, when LeBron went to the Heat, it kind of just went to shit for 10 years. Yeah, Mikey, you – again, dude, you were a kid. I feel like you were you were young when, uh, when those championships were going on. That's when, like, me and Jeff were just, like, end of Man. college, right out of college. I remember watching those series in Jeff's uh, – remember when you were living with Chucky over in the Terrace? Not the Terrace. Uh, Perry. And Perry, yeah, the apartments over there in Perry, they're just playing 2K and then all of a sudden just turning back on the finals games. That's when they used to have uh, 40 games and 40 nights in June. That was the best. <laughs> we watch every one. <laughs> every one of them. That was hilarious, dude. Those were the – I feel like those were the series that, like, at least for us, like, made you, like, really appreciate basketball and the greatness you were yeah, watching. Because, like, I don't great. know. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and dude – for for me, I feel like I was too young to appreciate Jordan. Like that was like the first like real greatness that I get to you know, actually get to watch. And the competition of it, like those matchups were good, and the competition was so you could visually see it. Obviously, they always compete, but I always hate. Uh, I'm a LeBron hater. If you didn't know that, Mike, um, I always guy. hate on the guys that just play it too cool. Like LeBron's obviously LeBron, but it's like oh, he's just out there chilling. There's no real hustle from his team because, like, we have LeBron. We're going to win at the end of the day. And that's why I like what I see from the Bulls. They're balls to the wall right now. And a lot of teams just – I feel like they play casual, but it's the NBA. So they're they're totally that's how LeBron is, bro. LeBron's a little bitch, but I, I just – like, dude, every year and every time he, like, plans shit, like, like if he knows he's going to fail, not even if he knows he's going to fail. If he thinks he's going to fail, he just gives up. Uh, you can look at that into the 2017 championship, 2018, or not 2018. Yeah, 2018, I think it was. But it was just like, dude, you just always just like, oh, well, things aren't going my way. Fuck it. Injury. Even this year, you could see it. Like, ah, uh, you know what? I don't think we're going to be that good this year. Let's just coast it until we make the playoffs, and I'll try super hard. Um, whereas, so like, dude, you look at people like the Kobe factor, bro, that guy, like, put it out every single night. And I remember there was an interview when he's like, you, they were like, you're up two and up, you're up two nothing. Why are you laughing? He's like, fuck, like, job's not finished. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was like, damn, fuck yeah, inspiring. Not this stuff, like, I'm just, oh, I'm too cool. And he's like looking down at Steph Curry like it was not a problem. Like, yeah, of course you're going to dunk on or you're going to cross over and overpower Steph Curry. You like, you're a monster compared to the guy. Don't look at him like he's a little bitch. Like, bro, you just got the, I don't know. So yeah, I, when he I blocked the shot, he blocked yeah, the Yeah, he looked at him shot. like, he's like, come on, son. It's like, bro, yeah, you're like, you got like six inches on the guy, and you got about like 40 pounds on him, and your vertical's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. 
that's just my uh, my uh, hot take on LeBron. I'm not a LeBron guy. Elliot, are you a LeBron guy? I love LeBron. I've always been a LeBron guy. He's dude, oh my god, greatest statistical player of all time. Uh, I would agree with you in that sense. I hate when it yeah, does seem like he, he gives up because he could just dominate offensively if he wanted to every single game. But I mean, that's just not his mindset. I mean, he's he's gonna affect the game in every way, and he's just an efficient player. So I don't know. I love LeBron. I love watching him play. Um, it's cool watching him play. Like he he makes unbelievable shots and he makes unbelievable plays, but he's just a douchebag. <laughs> probably like, I don't know. What... I love dude. Probably one of the greatest just individuals to ever People, come out yeah. of the NBA too. Though the stuff that he has done. For people, children, I mean, could literally never be matched by any athlete, even if he retired today. And we never even talked about him again. Absolutely. I'll give him that. The greatest off the court. He's amazing. Good for him. He's still a douchebag. I don't like him. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Like, it's awesome. Like, I'm very happy he's done that for the kids. He's opened up a college. Good for him. It makes me so happy. You know, the things that he's done. He's a fucking, like, he came from nothing. He didn't have a dad. He, uh, like, takes care of his kids. Like, just the things that he's done to be, like, just as a man, as a human, is amazing. But I still don't fucking like him. Yeah. Like, you know, know, fuck him. What has he done for me? Nothing. He's just caused me pain my whole life. I liked him in the beginning of his career when he had, and it wasn't even really about basketball. He's good at basketball, whatever. But the, uh, like the different LeBron commercials, he had young LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. LeBron. I was. Why did he stop making those? Those were the cool shit. Thing, the only cool thing where he was jumping in the pool with the suit on and yeah. going like this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that is the best one. And then, uh, I, I mean, the Kobe, the Kobe LeBron puppets were cool. I was like those growing up. And then, uh, yeah, and then the where, where amazing happens. You guys remember those? Yeah, those yeah. were my favorite too. Yeah, those commercials were the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, dude, I'm honestly blown away though that they shut down those LeBron's commercials. Those are hilarious. Those were awesome. Why is LeBron? I got, I got cards. I got yeah. cards. I still got basketball cards with them. All the LeBrons. Yeah, little LeBron. Who Why? was the smooth one? The was one like one when he went to go do the the dive. What, what would they call him? I forgot. But dude, he had like his flip phone and shit. It was so fucking funny. And then yeah. they had like old uh, Grandpa LeBron. He was like, oh. He's like, uh, my MJ would never jump in the pool. Like MJ would never do that. Like, dude, it was so fucking funny. Yeah, M- you you see MJ training no pool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was beating the Pistons. <laughs> yeah, when he was beating the Pistons, dude, that shit was so fucking funny. And then like, I don't know, he just became a tool, so I didn't like him. It's not even like he when he went to Miami. It's just like his personality. Didn't like the guy. That's when I stopped liking him. And then, of course, it's like my when my friends really start to like him, I have to like – I can't like anyone they like. So uh, a lot of my friends are diehard LeBron fans, so I got to go the opposite way. Yeah, yeah we got, a, we got a, a buddy who's just diehard LeBron, followed him everywhere. We call him the king because he's, he's, that's how much he loves LeBron. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you can't deny the greatness, guys. I don't know what to tell you. No, you're right. You can't deny greatness, but I still don't have to fucking like the guy. Like I said a million times, I fuck that guy. Like, uh, the Bulls are up 48 halftime currently. I mean, this will come out. Uh, in a couple yeah. of days. 
57-48. Let's see how that game goes. It'll be a good one. Um, let's move on to our shit shows of the week, and then let's uh, wrap it up because uh, I know my fiance is going to kill me if I don't go to bed soon. So what is your guys' shit shows of the week? I'm going to let Jeff take it. Unfortunately, yeah, I had one. What was that, Saturday? Saturday, my sister had a murder mystery party. So whatever. That was pretty cool. I I basically won that as well. There's a little prize. I basically won that. I want to hear the story of how you won that. Well, maybe next time, but I love how you just, yeah, I won the murder mystery party. I had to throw it in there. I had to throw it in there. You're fucking detective over here. But uh, yeah, so we're playing beer pong. So the last plug I'll get myself. So I won a game of beer pong versus my little brother and sister. What don't you win? What don't you win? I have to tell the story the way it happened. I'm sorry. (laughs) I only tell facts. <laughs> so, yeah, I hit, I hit the last shot, whatever. It was, you know, one cup left. I hit it. We were down 10. I came back. And uh, my brother <laughs> comes across the table. And, you know, we do a little wrestling. So we start tussling. He tries to give me the headlock. I don't let him do it. And I put him in, like, a bear hug and, like, squeeze squeeze him. So he, like, bends forward and goes back a little bit. And he just falls on the ground. He starts, like, not screaming crazy, but he's like, Oh, my ankle, my ankle, my ankle real bad. I'm like, dude, get up. I'm like, you're fine. Like rub it off. So we like take off his shoe. His ankle's blowing up. I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, I would tough it out. Just tough it out. I'm thinking it's an ankle. Go home, go to sleep, wake up in the morning. He's in the emergency room and it's a fractured fibula. So it's ridiculous. So my brother and he works on his feet. Like he works in a refrigeration and stuff like that. So, uh, he can't go to work for who knows how long he might have to have surgery and he just started a new job. So he, his insurance hasn't like kicked in yet. So we're going to have to pay for this like cash. It was just such a freak, stupid, like accident. And we weren't even like body slam. Like we've wrestled and I've had to body slam him, but like that wasn't it. So it was just a weird freak accident. So that was my shit show. That party. I'm never going to beat you in beer pong. I'm never going to lose you in beer pong. I'm never going to play you in beer pong. Elliot has never beat me, I don't think. That's a lie. I'm the, Smart I have the greatest winning percentage of anybody we know in beer pong yeah. lifetime. Elliot's wife. Is- out, we got we to gotta figure out a date because my, my fiance is like, yeah, ask them if we want to do Friday or Saturday. So I don't know if you guys want to do this weekend, next weekend. We, we got to figure out a week. We got to go out and just like one life. Nice triple date and fucking beer pong it up, get smacked and go off. I was going to let you know that Elliot was setting you up. I hope your wife is, is good at beer pong because Elliot's wife is better than him. So that's fucked up. Don't be surprised. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to disagree with that. But the one thing I will say is, I mean, we win a lot and it's a team sport. You'll see what happens. You'll see what happens when we play. I mean, that's all you guys got say. years and years and years of experience. So, I mean, well, I'll, 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 I'm not going like to say that. and Mello, because we've been in the league forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're vets, dude. I'm going on, what, like Here 30 I years? Fucking, I'm like Devin Booker or something. No, I'm not Devin Booker. <laughs> I'm like Brad Miller. I'm like just some fucking washed-up bump. I'll be fine. I got my stroke game in. We're good. We'll make it work. Lefty. Yeah, I am lefty. So, you guys better watch out. Tell Paul with this thing. I'm scouting. So, I'm scouting. Yeah, we'll plan it out this weekend. We'll do something. But um, 
on to next week. We will. Uh, do we have anything else before we uh, close up the show? What's your shit show? Oh yeah, wait. What's your shit show? Dude, my shit show is like a legit shit show again, dude. I'm out here. I got my landscaper coming on Thursdays, and I got two dogs. Some shitty weather last week. So he just shows up, and I'm working at home. I'm like, oh, dude, I got to go clean up the dog shit. Literally, the first step I take in my backyard, step in dog shit. <laughs> I got to go run back out there. I'm picking it up, picking it up, picking it up. And at this point, I already changed my shoes. Because I stepped in dog shit. I'm like, all right, dude, what the fuck? So I go, I change my shoes. I come back out, go picking up more dog shit, stepping shit in my second pair of shoes. So literally, I'm like out of shoes because they're just got shit all over them. Uh, Had to clean them. I mean, that's probably the worst thing you could ever do, in my opinion, is get shit in your shoes. Thankfully, I have bad shoes that, that I wear outside of my house, you know, in the backyard. But still. I don't think I've stepped in shit. I've had two dogs for I don't know how many years. Never stepped in shit. And I, sure enough, I do it twice within like five minutes. Dude, that's awful. Holy shit. Literally. The people, uh, they're trying to set me up over here to have me like beat the hell out of someone because someone lets their dog shit on the sidewalk. Jeff's been talking about oh, this forever <laughs> since he's moved to this place. Dude, and it's like right in front of my spot and like I'll come home at night. And I don't, you know, I'm not looking down. Well, I do now, but I like just stepping it because it's on the sidewalk. And you're just not expecting that. Dude, you need to get like a ring camera or something, Jeff. He's, dude, Jeff's literally been talking about this since he's moved there. That and it's not even like on the grass, right? It's on the concrete. It's on the, it's on the sidewalk. Dude, when people come in the front, like where the blinds are, I open the blinds when I see people walking the dog and I just sit and make sure they pick it up because it's annoying. <laughs> What'd you say? Poop patrol. I said you're a poop patrol. Yeah, <laughs> neighborhood watch. <laughs> neighborhood watch. Oh, uh, what is my shit show? My shit show is not even that bad, actually. I just had, I had to miss football Sunday at twelve o'clock because I had to go uh, set my gun in. And uh, dude, I went to some weird ass farm. It was, I don't know. You guys don't have me on Snapchat, but bro, we went to this farm and. This guy's got like three acres. You figure you got three acres of land to do with it. Is uh, it's none of my business. But this guy literally just had like junk cars in the in the fucking in the grass where you could just shoot at them. And then he had a trailer house or a trailer, like a semi trailer part, like just uh, what do you call them? What do you call those things? Trailers, semi trailers, mobile home. Sure, yeah, but it, like he had a house, and then he had like. Uh, just a container, like an empty storage container, like a big ass one that you put on the trailer. Mm-hmm. And dude, he turned it into a bar. So he's like, "You guys want to go to the bar?" And I was like, "Yeah, you got a fucking bar. That's cool." So we walk in. Yeah, that's cool. So like you're gonna get murdered, dude. <laughs> I I'm gonna show you the snacks. I literally thought I was gonna get murdered. I was texting my girl. I was like, "Dude, I'm sorry. Like, sorry for anything bad I've ever done." Um, dude, I walk in. There's there's a legit bar. And then I sit down. It looks like, dude, have you guys ever seen um, uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? Yeah. You guys remember that, like, nasty, nasty fucking house? So that's that, that's what they yeah, have. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're brother and sister. We have sex yeah, with each other. Dude, he fucking, they had a stripper pole in there. And I was like, okay, there's a stripper pole in there. That's kind of weird. Uh, so I made a joke about it. And uh, this guy, like, yeah, he's kind of a hillbilly. So I made a joke out of it. 
And he's like, oh, yeah, my girl's a dancer. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is, you know, just one of those definitely in a horror film. Uh, this very scary scene. So I thought I was going to die. I'm alive to tell the story, thank God. So uh, don't think I'm ever going back there. At least um, you had your gun on you. I mean, you got to feel a little safe. No, because they all had their guns on them. <laughs> Fuck that. They were there a lot longer than me. The guy was <laughs> shooting outside every day. I'm definitely as better to aim than me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm done. But that was my shit show of the week. So, um, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, this was a uh, technical difficulty one. I mean, I don't know why I got kicked like 30 times. Elliot got kicked and got froze. Uh, but we made it work. Always make it work on the Likey Bet Show. I uh, appreciate you guys as always. And uh, yeah, see you guys next week. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Peace.